welcome back to the second episode of the Perseverance Project, and happy Valentine's Day. Dean, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. We thought to grind one out for you guys today, and here we are. Yeah, nice Sunday afternoon podcast. After, you know, I went to church. Had to be a holy boy today. Get in touch with my boy yeah, upstairs, just... you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta get in part of that side sometimes. Exactly. I mean, listen, when you're going through struggles, I mean, there's some things that you just have to do. Yeah, That's sure. one of my things, I can tell you that much. Church, God, Jesus. Yeah, every once in a while you need to just go ahead and get in touch. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. I mean, a lot of people kind of shy away from God and stuff like that nowadays. And I'm not going to make this podcast about God because not everybody is on the same... Wavelength. Yeah, not, not everybody has the same mindset towards that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's something that's definitely helped me throughout my life is going to church, praying, whatever it may be. So Me as well. Had, so. To, had to get in there today and say a couple prayers. It is Valentine's Day, which is a very important day for most people. I feel like Valentine's Day isn't only a thing about couples. Nah, like, just love with, like, your family as well. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people who get their family Valentine's Day gifts. I'm not one of them, but... I get chocolates. I don't. I like it. I don't. My mom does live in the state. I'd buy my mom chocolate or flowers or something like that. Yeah, I always get a nice card once when I got the chance. Yeah, I should have bought my grandmother something. I really didn't think that one through. It's all right. You, but, just, you show love by, like, just... Affecting it in person, you don't need like little gifts and money. Yeah, I mean, family's the pretty much the people who are gonna help you through those everyday struggles most of the time. I mean, everything. I could definitely, you know, hop on the same path and say that my parents sometimes and family sometimes cause the struggles that I deal with on oh, a daily no. basis. Definitely. Agreed. I mean, but they're the ones that are always there. Like the the quote that I, I mean, I always thought it was stupid. You know, the quote that's like, "Family ends in I L Y, and friends ends in end." I've never heard that one before. You've never heard that? So, like, That's family, the word family ends in I-L-Y, like, I, I love, love you. you. And the word friend ends in the word end, which eventually comes to an end. Unless it's something real that becomes family. Exactly. Like, a friend who's going to stick with you for the rest of your life, they're pretty much family at that point. It's, it's family. It, yeah. I thought that was... I used to think that was really stupid, but, like, then it starts to make sense. And it I was makes like, a lot of sense, actually. That's it's, sick. It's true. You know, your family's always going to have your back no matter what. Most of the time. I mean, I can't say for everybody, but... Yeah. You know they're very important and, and that kind of brings me into what I want to talk about today right away is how like you know a lot of times our family comes to us with their struggles you know it's not always us going to our family but sometimes they come to us with their struggles trying to talk about what they're going through on a daily basis and sometimes because we struggle with our own stuff we look at them and we say listen I don't really have time for this right now I'm dealing with my own thing I can't deal with your thing too but that's where it comes in when I told you before and you were a little confused about it and you can't be helpless if you're helpful and it's a very abstract quote very it sounds very like vague yeah but like if you actually de- like dig into it as you were saying how like you always have something someone to help you or something will always be able to be like a pick-me-up at the, at the end of every day like you might be able to see something like okay this guy's not having a good enough day like i'm really not having the worst day of my life right now exactly so that might give you some type of boost of confidence not to like talk down on people or, or like put anybody else down but just like seeing something like worse made like oh like you're driving on the highway and you see someone in a car and you're like damn at least my day is not that bad exactly that could be me Brian our friend was yeah. in a car accident yesterday yeah and it's just like we thought we were at here home alone with like stupid weather and we're we're like Ryan had a worse day than us. Why are, we, <laughs> why are we sat here pouting? I was bitching and moaning after I ate Five Guys and had a great meal and watched TV. Yeah. And then find out that Ryan gets in a car accident. I was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my day could be a thousand times worse. And that was yeah. something that was spoken about today in church, too, is how 
we're right now during this COVID, you know, season that we've been in for the past year, almost a year, yeah, whatever. Next month, man. Yeah, it's been you know everybody's dealing with anxieties, everybody's dealing with frustrations, struggles, whatever. Maybe depression. I, depression's at an all time high right now. But yeah, you know, even suicide rates. Yeah, and everybody's dealing with it, but we, as humans, naturally we think that we're almost like the only person dealing with this. That it's like yeah, it's just it's a very self. Humans are self-centered. Yeah, just, yeah. Unless naturally. you can sit there and get your mind out there and actually like, like, expand your mind and your thoughts. Everybody's just like, I only care for myself. Everybody's selfish. Everybody has some type of self selfish side to them, and there's just nothing you can do about it unless you can go ahead and you know expand like your horizon of your thoughts and become a stronger person, and then you could care for others and help others. For for a while, I thought I was the only person who dealt with anxiety. I thought I was a weird. 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kid who was like, why am I dealing with this? I should be having fun. I'm young. Yeah. And then to have people come to me, like friends, peers, who then tell me also, like, I'm dealing with really bad anxiety. I'm like, it, it almost makes you feel better about your own anxiety because it's like, I'm not the only person. Like, this isn't weird for me. This is something that's normal amongst a lot of people my yeah, age. And, you, and then you hear, like, other people's experiences and you're like, wait, like, I was, like, stressing about, like, my homework and you're stressing about, like, family issues and you think, maybe I'm really not that down that bad. Yeah. Which is it just it just sucks that there's some those are the things that we have to deal with on a daily life like day to day basis like a lot of people deal with anxiety depression it's just I wish we could like rid it all but you know it's just it's something that makes us stronger and makes us the people we are today yeah and I mean having something like that that's anxiety depression nervous disorder panic disorder whatever it may be when you have something like that it's just like it sounds crazy but it's just like an addiction if you take it in the context of the steps to cure an addiction and the steps to cure anxiety. It's like, first you have to recognize that you have this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For a while, problem. I denied the fact that I had anxiety, that I had, you know... Even anger issues, bro. I mean, I don't I don't struggle with anger issues, but a lot of people, yes. Yeah. A lot of people, yes, they will not... They, they'll refuse to say, okay, I have an anger problem. Yeah. Or I don't even want to call it a problem because I don't believe any of these things are problems. Are problems. I think it's just a flaw that we all have. You know, and you can definitely, like, flaws. not cure, but definitely, like, rid it in a way that you can try to take care of it and manage it. Yeah, they, they say it all the time that the most, you know, the most important muscle in your body is your brain. And if you can't take control of your brain, it will take over you at the end of the day. Like what we talked about in the first episode. Exactly, exactly. And it comes back, it'll it'll circulate through this podcast over and over and over again that until you can control your brain, you know, you'll always deal with these problems and these struggles because you're letting it happen, you, you know? You won't be strong enough to, like, move on. Yeah. Like, like what I was also saying in the first podcast how like if you can't sit there and admit to things you will never move forward like if you like exactly what i was saying in the first episode how like you come to a stone like you come to a stone wall you're like all right you're you're sat there trying to punch through it but you can't you're like all right i'm not strong enough for this i need help you go in and get that jackhammer or hammer to just bust through it exactly and that's what we you know like i said i go to therapy every week you know it's the best thing i've ever done for me and through that you learn like that you have tools you know, and it's like you like what you just said. Like, when you face that roadblock, when you face that thing that you need to get through, that you can't get through with your bare hands, you can't get through by yourself. You need the help. You use your tools that you you eventually grow and develop throughout therapy. Like when I went into therapy last year, I had no tools. I was a hypochondriac. Everybody knew that. I thought I was gonna die every two days of the week. I you know no matter what. And then COVID would make that even worse because yeah, I was like, oh shit, now I got COVID, even though I didn't. <laughs> I thought I was dying. Paranoid and yeah, and it it. it it debilitates you. It breaks you down to where, like, you know, I know people in my family, my, like, alone that couldn't leave the house for a long time yeah. because they were just anxious to go somewhere. And it's like, that's something that 
when you develop those tools and you, it, again, it sounds crazy, but it's something that actually helps is you actually have to talk to yourself. You know how many times I've sat there and like said to myself, like, you're okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're strong. It's, it's like not even like, not even having a physical tool. Like it could be like a friend, a family member. Like I use when I'm sat there, like on like a, say like a day that I feel like I'm down or something, I'll go in and I'll listen to like some type of podcast to bring me up. I'll read something that's just like, or I'll just sit there and read to try to like expand my like mind and try to get stronger. And that's just, you could use anything as a tool. Like, I would come here and talk to you if something's going on. Exactly. And that's that's how I would, like, try to make myself feel better. Yeah. And it's developing, like, coping me- mechanisms. You know, like, I could even use it for experience. Like, yesterday, before I, you know, it was early in the afternoon, whatever, I, I didn't feel great. I kind of felt out of it, like, tired, a little, like, frustrated, just flustered for no reason. And I got up, and I took myself to the gym. I worked out for, like, an hour. When I left, I was like, wow, I feel a thousand times better like and you can even turn those negatives into positives exactly people that are angry like you would go ahead and try to punch something but use that anger and that all that energy to go work out exactly go ahead run on the treadmill go lift some weights so you'll go ahead gain some type of muscle or get lose some weight and my favorite thing i've ever heard it was from a bodybuilder or something like that it's like you can't worry about your problems when there's 400 pounds on your back like when you're doing like squats or whatever it may be when when there's weight and you have to keep that shit from letting you fall and crumble and you can't you have nothing else to worry about at this point you know what i'm saying that'd be wow that's actually very true you know like yeah like like if you're you know like a bodybuilder or something like that like if you have if you're on the bench press and you have like over 200 pounds in your hands you drop and if they fall on you you're dead it's over (laughs) it's like okay well this is the only thing I can worry about right now. <laughs> like, yeah, all that other it. shit, I'll figure it out later. But for now, like, this is what I need to worry about. And then by the time you're through with that workout, by the time you're through lifting, whatever it may be, even if it's running, you forgot about what your problem was. You were focusing on the problem at hand. You conquered it. You realized that the problem in the past wasn't really that big. And then you're like, at the same time, I have a sick pump. I, I, I lost, like, this much weight today. Yeah. I ran for an hour and a half. Yep. You have something to look back on, and it's just... Um, what's the word? Like, it's a good accomplishment. Yeah. It's something to see. Yeah, you, achievement. You feel like you did something. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, when they deal with anxiety, and I could, again, I can use this for first-hand experiences where it's like, you can do everything. You can, like, I've cleaned my apartment. I've done whatever I need to do. And then I'll still feel like I did nothing. I feel like way. there's still more stuff I need to do. And, like, I don't know. It, it's It's starting to appreciate the small victories that's what i call them is like all right i got this done today let's appreciate that you know what i'm saying like let me not like decide like cleaning your apartment cleaning your room like exactly just something to boost your confidence of the day that shit is therapy for me too i I put my clothes away because if i had them on the counter and i see them for the whole week and i'm like you know what let me finally put them away and i feel better about myself just for like doing that yeah it's it's just it's crazy that you know these are the things that people need to learn to do is just accept those small victories, accept the little things that are going on because at the end of the day, everybody deals with a struggle, but somebody's always dealing with something worse than you. And that's what they said today in, you know, in church that had nothing to do with God, nothing. It was literally just talking about the world and how, yeah, we're all dealing with these anxieties and frustrations and whatever, but there's always somebody who's got it worse. Always, always. somebody has it worse than you. And I mean, it, that goes for us, like people who, you know, we definitely have we have a good life. There's nothing... You can't say anything else about yeah, we're, that. we're blessed. You know, we are blessed for everything that we have. But there's people that don't have a house to live in. I was going to actually touch up on that, like, with you talking about how people are definitely more down bad. Like, 
I use those people as like almost like role models in a sense. Like if you see someone on the side of the road and they're like homeless, let's say, they would get happy over the smallest of things. Yeah. And I'm like, just because I'm so blessed to have like a roof over my head, a healthy family, friends that like love and appreciate me, that doesn't mean I should take things for granted. I should take, you know, five dollars I make at work. I should, you know, thank thank my lucky stars for all of that. Yeah. Like they they find like two quarters on the floor and they'll be jumping in their boots. Yeah. And that's just, that's a big confidence thing for them. So I feel like everybody should just always appreciate, as you said, the little things, like those little goals to like stack them up and eventually you'll just feel so much better yourself at the end of the day, at the end of the week, month, year even. Yeah. It's, it's something that, you know, those people are, are doing, you know, worse than us. And there's people who, they're dealing with something that, you know, I consider it like an addiction, a disease, and a lot of homeless people are dealing with that. That they Especially can't now. get help because they're, they're, you know, low-income people that they just cannot get help. That's why, like, whenever I see a homeless person, I buy them a meal. I will give them a meal, I, you know, I, rather I than give them money. Because you don't know, like, at the same time, you do have those people that they do get in the streets because of drugs, yeah. addictions. Like, I would, I do the same thing. I'd grab them a burger from McDonald's or whatever it is, just to, yeah. like, try to cheer them up instead of giving them money because then I'll feel like I caused a bigger problem. Exactly. If I was to give them money and they went and continued their addiction instead of putting it to use and trying to get themselves a new pair of shoes because they were walking barefoot on the floor. Exactly. And that's just, there's so many people that, you know, you come to realize through your own struggle that are struggling way worse than you are. And, like, there's people, like, there's people who don't have parents. There's people who, grant, like, granted, like, they have a parent, but let's say they're fighting overseas, you know, in a war. Like, and that's why those videos when parents come home from war... I'll cry every time. Oh, Doesn't, it's so heartwarming. I will cry every single time because oh, when they sneak up on their son in like gym class. Exactly, like those are the best ones. that. It's 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 not so much as like I'm sad about it. It's like wow, like that person. You don't know what their kid, their wife has been going through for the past two, three years. However long this person was deployed for, and it's like and they're they're deployed for long longer time yes, than that. Usually, like around four years, you're deployed for it. That's a long. That's over twelve hundred days. Yeah, without seeing the person you. Is your father figure, or even even the mother? Exactly, or even and son, just someone you love that's in your family, you and that makes a day, that makes a day like today so much more important. You know, yeah. I I always said that like Valentine's Day is kind of a hallmark holiday, but if you look at it at, at, like with a a fine comb, like you know, brush, you, you really look at Valentine's Day as a whole. It has so much meaning to it. It's all about appreciation and love of like not only f- as you said like relationships or couples. It's, I mean, that's what people base it on. Like, you know, it's the big heart, the big love. But do that for your family. Like, go tell someone you love them. Like, yeah. just to make someone, put a smile on someone else's face. Like, someone that you truly love and someone that actually appreciates you and you appreciate them. That will make someone's day so much better. Especially on a day like this. Make sure to, like, appreciate them and know, make them, in, like, make it known that they appreciate you and you appreciate them. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of got me into the whole importance of valentine's day thing this year is because last year we didn't have this problem on valentine's day no we we've never dead. had this problem on valentine's day where it's like we sometimes we haven't seen our loved ones in forever you know like in the past year i've seen my mom once yeah for a four-day span i saw her in florida but other than that i haven't been able to travel you know especially because of this exactly and i've been able to facetime my mom but like it's like this this holiday actually does have a meaning and i always was like you know what, it's a Hallmark holiday. You should show the person you love that you love them every day, blah, 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 and that. Which you should. I don't disagree with that. But, like, today is the day where it's, like, other than your anniversary, their birthday, and Christmas and stuff like that, this goes along with those holidays where it's, like, show show the extra love today. 
Like, yeah, really go all out today. Because not everybody says, like, I- I'm even, like, a victim of it. Or, like, I don't say, like, I love you to my family every day. It's like, this day, you go ahead and say it. Or yeah. even to your friends. Like, I don't say, oh, like, bye, I love you, whatever. Yeah. I don't say that every single time. I just say bye or, like, yeah. talk to you later. You say that extra appreciation, especially on a day like this, it just show like, puts a smile on someone's face. Like, I know when, like, if my family or one of my friends I'm really close to says, I love you, I'm smiling. I'm yeah. happy. I, I was the type of person who, like, when I lived upstairs with my dad, I wouldn't go to sleep without telling him I loved him every night. I mean, I still kind of do, like, whenever I hang up the phone with him or whatever. But, like, I wouldn't go to sleep without telling him I loved him. Because, like, I don't know, I'm just the type of person that's like, oh, you don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of, of the day. You don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning. Exactly. And I've been through enough with, you know, family members who have passed just overnight that it's yeah. like, God forbid. Like, yeah. you know. But, yeah, like, you don't, I don't know, like, you don't know. Like, the future is not guaranteed. guaranteed. Tomorrow's not. Dude, the next ten minutes aren't guaranteed. Exactly. And, like, today is the day where it's like. Should go that extra mile, you know, make today special for whoever it is. You know, you don't have to have a girlfriend to make today special for somebody well, at all. all. You know, like if you haven't seen your grandmother in a couple weeks, go say I love her. Yeah, or, or just a phone call. Yeah, exactly. Just a phone call will make somebody happy, especially a grandmother. Grandmother. I, I know my mom loves when I, if <laughs> I don't see her in like two three weeks and I give her a phone call, I know she's jumping for joy that she hears my voice. Yeah. And I mean, I've been seeing her a lot more because I've realized, as you said, like. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, so I try to see everybody that I know and love, like, on a, not daily basis, but try to see them regularly or, like, through the week, at least once a week, just to make an effort so that they know that I'm still here for them. Yeah. And that... Even through such a rough time. And that, that realization of, like, tomorrow's not guaranteed also makes you want to be better for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, take away the whole love aspect of this right now and go to, like, self, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, self-evaluation, like, reevaluation, where it's, like alright, like, tomorrow, like, there's no guarantee tomorrow comes, there's no guarantee next week comes, like, so what you want to do, do it now, don't sit back, don't procrastinate, do the best you can every single day, because again, it's not guaranteed that tomorrow will be a thing, it's not guaranteed that you'll be, forget about even, like, not waking up or something like that, something crazy like that, like, not going like you did, but take it as, like, everything could be taken away from you tomorrow. Yeah, without even, For like, any reason, especially the way our world is nowadays. And not, not even, like, with dying, like, you can yeah. have, like, there's places... In, in America, like, you have a tornado, your house is it's, gone. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's clipped. Shit, my awning broke yesterday. Yeah, yeah I lost my umbrella. <laughs> through the through the winter, the, through the winter, there was a bad rainstorm, and my umbrella just flew out of my backyard. I like that umbrella. It had lights on it. <laughs> and these are, these are, like, small things that sound funny, but, like, take that on such a larger scale. Take, like, shit. We had Hurricane Sandy, and people I know personally lost their home. My grandmother lost her house. Her whole house was flooded from... She was lived in a bungalow in Long Beach. It was flooded from floor to ceiling. She had to swim out of her house. Yeah, it's so scary. She lost everything. Like, granted, eventually insurance comes together and it, it helps you out, whatever. It was time. But, yeah, and she... You know, it took like three or four years for her to get her house back. And she had to live with somebody else for three to four years. Like, nobody wants to do that. Like, yeah, it's... You know, nobody wants to be a burden on somebody else, even if they're not. Like, you still feel that way and it makes you feel uncomfortable and it makes you feel like, oh my god, I have nothing right now. Like, I There's, really need this pick-me-up. Exactly. But you still go feel through so that bad. shit. You know, where it's like, I, I sit here, I have whatever I, like, you know, I can't, I can't say I have whatever I want because I'm not, like, you know, financially independent and free. But, you know, I have a TV. I have my speakers. I have my PlayStation. I have everything that I could want as a 21-year-old kid. Pretty I, much. I think of it in a way, like, I was learning this in school, actually, last week with 
in class, we were talking about, like, the wants and needs of life. Like, there's no need to want anything. Yeah. Your needs, healthy family, roof over your head, food on the dinner table every night. Like, having, as you said, like, having your television, your PlayStation, having a couch to sit on, a, a table to, like, eat on. Like, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't even have family dinners. Yeah. Like, because yeah. someone's working so hard for them to keep the roof over their head. Yeah. To keep them, like, we're, we're blessed to have ourselves our own, like, bedrooms. A lot of families are sat there because they're not financially, like, like strong enough that they get to a point that they're sharing rooms with each other. Like, that you have a family of, like, five living in one bedroom. And it's just... That's the thing. I've, I've really learned the meaning of, like, wanting and needing something. Yeah. And I, I don't usually say I want no more. I don't really say, oh, I need this. Like, I don't need a television. Like, not no nobody needs a television. That's just something to that you want to bypass time or just... What's the word? Like, have fun. Yeah, and... and Words is, you know, I learned this last year, and, like, it's kind of, like, off-topic, but it's on-topic at the same time. Like, the way you word things makes a huge difference. Like, it's crazy. Like, so, last year, when I was playing baseball at QCC, our, my coach, Roger, I don't know if you ever, you probably never met him, whatever, but he was our coach, and he was a big mental skills guy, and he used to say, like, you know, when you say something, it's like, um, like, I am, like, broke. Use that for an hmm. example. The word, like, I am is also another way of saying God because that was a thing in the Bible where it was, like, I am blank. Like, who are you? I am. That was a whole God thing. Okay. And with that, God should never be negative. He should never be put in a negative connotation. He should never be put in a negative light. So when you say, I am broke, or I am ugly, or I am fat, you're saying, like, God, and then something negative. It's like putting his name in vain. Exactly. Exactly. So he would, like, teach you how to say things in more of a positive manner. You know what I'm saying? More sophisticated in a way that you're not using... Like, I am working to be wealthy, not I, I am broke. broke. Like, to, to positive, like, to make your that, mindset positive. Not always think that I... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, how a lot of the times we always think negative. It's always, like, we think the worst is happening. And we word it as if the worst is happening when... And when you do that, it starts to put a damper on your mindset it starts to kill your mindset because now you think you're failing when in actuality everything is a process we went over this last night we did actually. how everything is a process no matter what it is whether it's trying to get out of anxiety trying to get fit trying to be smarter it's a process and that process is something you need to fall in love with that's the most important part on a day like this yeah you know what i'm saying like the the result of course is amazing everybody loves the end result everybody loves to see how far they've come but to look at the process that you went through to get there and how hard you worked, how hard you pushed yourself, how far you went, it, I think it's 10 times more important. And also, definitely more like an, of an accomplishment. Like, say say over like a three-week span, you're working to get yourself a PlayStation. You sit there at the end, you're like, thank God, it's finally done. I can buy myself a PlayStation. I have enough money now. Yeah. That Those three weeks, you were grinding for something that you wanted. It's not like... I'm, I'm very happy... That I can't have everything that I want at ease. Yeah. I, I was I was raised to a point that I need to work for things that I want. Because wanting things is a luxury. Yeah. Needing things is given by family, which I'm very blessed, as I'm saying, to have. So working for those three weeks, you're working your ass off every single day. If you're in, say you're working six days a week, you're giving up friend time to get something that you want, which is so much more... 
I don't know the word. It's like, it's like the self improvement of it makes you such a stronger person at the end of the day. Yeah. Or those three weeks, whatever that time span is that you're grinding for. Yeah, and like, with the wants and needs thing too, like, it's it's crazy if you put it into perspective how some of like some people's needs are somebody else's wants. Yes, I that's literally we learned that last week. That's what I was you know what touch upon. Like, this person might need like. They're like, oh no, I need a, a a bigger house or I need a PlayStation. Somebody else is just like, I, I just want a house. Like yeah. I'm living on the street. Mm-hmm. Like that's all I could want, you know. And it's like, it's it's crazy how you know some people see life so differently. You know, like some people don't even know what it's like to live in a house. Some people never had that luxury of living in, a, in their own house, never. Like apartment, or if they even never had an apartment, like, homeless yeah. like their whole life. Like, that happens to a lot of people. Or, as you said, if you don't have, if you don't have, like, a family, you're put in a foster home. Yeah. And you're sat there, you're in a home, but not with family, you're in there with however many other kids there are, or even adults that just could never find a way out. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, like, you need to hope that something great happens to you, and that's where, I don't know, like, I feel like life is crazy. Life is weird. And it's something where it is. And it's something where if you can change your mindset rather than being like when you're negative, negative things happen. Yeah. You'd like think that into like existence. It's an energy thing. It's a vibe thing. And it sounds crazy. It sounds really like Scientologist and stuff like that, but it's true. When you're negative, more negative happens. When you're positive, more positive will happen. So I always try to stay optimistic. Exactly. If you stay, if you stay pessimistic and have that negative mindset, you'll never like succeed. It's like, I'll never be good at this game. Yeah. Why? Like, I want to be good at this game. So you get better. Yeah. And that's something you learn as, you know, I think the best example to use for that is an, as an athlete. And being a baseball player, you know, for me, you fail seven times out of ten. A Hall of Famer only hits the ball three times out of ten. Yeah. And that's being in the whole, best of the best. So Average of a three. Yeah. And in a sport like that, it's like, let's say you strike out and then you go on the dugout and you say, oh, I suck. I suck. I'm going to just strike out again. You're going to go out there and strike out again. <laughs> There's yeah. a guarantee about that. There's definitely a high percent chance you're going to strike out then. You know, and that because goes for anything. Those people get back and they get back to work. The next day, they're like, I struck out three times this game. I didn't even hit the ball. I no. fouled off. You're done. Let me get in the batting cage. Let me let me speed it up. Let me exactly. let me train to hit a ball that's coming at me 90 miles per hour. Exactly. Per hour different areas. Exactly. Not because those people that sit there work on the same thing. You know, a little lob pass hit. Okay, you can make contact now put it into, like, perspective or in a real-life situation. And those are the people that are much more, sh- like, just strong as a person in general, that they don't want to sit there and work on the same same swing, same type of rhythm. You want to yeah. you want to reach out for, like, a crazy curveball or an insane fastball coming at you 100 miles per hour. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And that goes with anything. Like, it's like, you know, you go to a job interview and you, you don't get it the first time. What, are you just going to never interview for a job again? Never work? No, you pick up. You pick yourself up and you move on. Never keep your head down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if you're positive going... You know, positivity is something that people can feel off of you when they meet you. You can tell if somebody is a positive person or a negative person all by body language and the way they speak. And, and like, just their energy. like Immediately. Immediately you can feel that. So when people, like... You walk into a job interview as a negative person, you just, like, shrug your shoulders and you're like this. And you're you like, know, good posture. How like, are you? Yeah, sound dead. Yeah. Like, you walk and you have nice posture, like, oh, hi, how are you today? And you sound excited. That they'd love for you to be in their work environment because nobody wants to be working with someone that you could be the best worker in the world, but be the most negative person. Like, that would not mean anything. I'm in the middle of something. 
Well, that's my dad. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, when I was, like, really, really, like, interviewing for jobs, mm-hmm. like, back in last year, I'd say, maybe the year before that, I would go on, like, two, three interviews a day. When I when I first got my working papers, I went and I remember I was telling you American Eagle. I went in there. I was so excited to like just try to start working. That was my first ever job interview, and I walked in there. I was excited, but the energy around me was very like negative. Even though they seemed like oh like oh you'll make good money here, like they just sounded like they didn't enjoy themselves. Yeah. And then that's why when I finally found my new job, I was so much more happy because my environment, everybody was so happy there. Like it's just. I feel like having a good environment around you makes you a much better person and honestly just makes you happy. Like, you can't put yourself... You'll think the same way and you'll act the same way in the environment you put yourself around. Yeah. And especially, like, if you have bad friends, like, which was always taught, like, put yourself... Surround yourself with good people. Always. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Like, if you want to be successful, you can't surround yourself with people who do not have the same outlook on life as you. Or don't want to, like... simple. People that are, like not focus on the future those exactly. those aren't people you want to be with exactly it's you know because that that shit you know they that the old quote like birds of a feather flock together you know what i'm saying like yeah. it, it's so cliche and it's so old and everybody's Sounds heard corny. it but it's true like if you're you know if let's say you're on a lot of jobs not check your social media they definitely oh do. yeah everybody so let's say you have a post on your instagram with some like your friend a few posts with the same friend they will check that friend's Instagram, too. And figure out, and, like... And see what that person's doing. If that person's not up to any good, and they're clearly a, a, a schlub, I guess the good word is, I don't even know. And they're just clearly, like, they don't have a plan for the future, and they don't have a plan at all. It's like, well, this kid associates himself with them. Yeah, like, someone, they check their your friend's post, and they'll be smoking, mm-hmm. or have something in their hand that's very illegal. God, but, yeah, and then they're like, God knows what this kid is doing. Yeah. Because so he's imagine, hanging out with them. Exactly. You know, so he may look like he's good to us, but people can... It's very scary how good people can be to, like, portray themselves as one thing, but completely be another. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I've, I've dealt with that firsthand. Like, you know, I've had... A lot of people will use your friend group to try and tell you that... Uh, what kind of person you are. Yeah. You know, so they'll start telling you that your friends are pieces of shit, and then they'll be like, well, that's how you look now. You know what I'm saying? Because of them. And it's like, well, no, like... You know who's good and who's bad if you're a smart, competent person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can understand that. Who has a good heart? Who has a bad heart? Sometimes do we get absolutely fooled out of our minds? Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. By people putting literally on a mask. Like, they'll have a smile on their mm-hmm. face, but underneath they'll be, like, the worst people. But that's why we appreciate today. Because most of the time we have somebody in our life who is not doing that to us. Which is why I'm very, like, lucky to have, like, friends like you, like, the boys, like, my family... Everybody's like just real. Like yeah. having someone that's real is such a big like help. Yeah. Compared to having like some friends that are fake because we've all we've all had those fake fake friends <laughs> or someone that you talk to that was fake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've just been there. <laughs> we all have been there and it's just such a, like a downer. Yeah. But it's those people and um it's those people that completely make you appreciate today and make you appreciate the people who are in your lives and yeah and that's you know i feel like that's the best way we could wrap this episode up on valentine's day is just saying that those people that have done you wrong in the past those people who have you know screwed you use them as the motivation to appreciate the people who haven't the people who have always been there 
to have your ups and downs exactly. thick and thin. Exactly. So at the end of the day, that's, you know, what Valentine's Day is all about, to appreciate the people who have your back 24-7, who will always be there for you, loving you, whether you tell them you love them or not, just knowing that they care for you. Even getting in fights with people. Like, I get in fights with my family. <laughs> Me too, every at, day. At the, end of my, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm still... I still love them. They they still love me. And that goes to show that they appreciate you and having that appreciation from those people that would just walk out on you for having one stupid little fight. Exactly. So go out today. Tell somebody you love them. Sure. Follow the Instagram. Tell us you love us. For helping you guys out. Exactly. And subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Spotify. Um, it should be on Apple Music soon, I would soon. think so. But we'll see. Follow the Instagram, Perseverance Project. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Peace.